Hello, and welcome to a special episode of The Real Estate Podcast with Nico James Bach, a broker at Royal LePage Signature Realty in downtown Toronto. My guest today is Sean Humphreys, an award-winning mortgage broker at Dominion Lending Centers, committed to helping people get mortgages in the GTA. Welcome, Sean. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us a little more about yourself and what you do? Sure. So, uh, you know, I'm a mortgage broker in the Toronto area. And uh, what that means, the way I like to describe it is like a dating service for mortgages. You know, I have about 40 or so lenders that I use. And it's uh, my job to help them find their ideal client. And then I help my clients find the right mortgage for what their needs are, whether it's with some of our big banks or credit unions, or we have mortgage finance companies that compete with the banks and credit unions. It's my job to help find the right solution from the hundreds or so solutions that are out there for our clients. Coming up on seven years, we've been doing it now. So long enough to know better, (laughs) not long enough to be sick of it, I guess. I've always been in the GTA, but, you know, I'm licensed to do any mortgages on in Ontario. You know, it happens that most of them are in the Toronto area, but for the most part, uh, you know, all over Ontario. So right now, the hot topic is interest rates, rising interest rates, qualifying for a mortgage, variable rate versus fixed rate. So, Sean, what's happening with rates? Well, that's the million dollar question these days. I mean, we've had a lot of interest rate hikes. We've had the Bank of Canada's increased rates two and a quarter percent already this year. And where that affects directly is the bank's prime rates. So, you know, we've gone from 2.45 and we're up at 4.7 or something right now. We've certainly just increased dramatically over that time. Now, the Bank of Canada is expected on September 7th to increase the their overnight lending rate an additional 50 basis points or, or 0.5, or some are, people are predicting another 0.75%. The announcement comes out at 10 a.m. on September 7th, so we're all going to be at at our computers and ready and, you know, checking the checking the news release. So, but, you know, what nobody is predicting is that it won't go up. It will definitely go up on September 7th. It's only a question now of, of how much. The betting money is on a 50% or a 0.50% uh, interest rate hike, but it certainly could be more. Very unlikely that it could be less. Okay, what uh, do you see are the main differences between what's happening in the U.S. and in Canada with regards to rates? Are they seeing rates coming down already? So the, or? the rates in the U.S. Are, are, they change all the time. Like they can't lock in a rate in the U.S. like we can in Canada. So if we get you a pre-approval rate on a fixed rate, we can hold it for 120 days. Okay. Some lenders in Canada, in the U.S. will change rates two or three times a day. And so ah, if that rate changes, they are locking in whatever that rate is. So if I spoke to a client at 10 a.m. on a Monday and I said, you know, your rate is four and a half percent, it might go up at, at three o'clock. I'd have to call them back and say, OK, sorry, that's actually, you know, four four point eight five or whatever it happens to be. So the the environment is much different in the U.S. than it is in Canada. We are tied to them. Their rates tend to be higher than ours, but... In Canada and the U.S., people are predicting higher interest rates. You know, the Federal Reserve in the U.S. is increasing rates. They did a 0.75% increase. They've got another meeting coming up, I believe, September 21st. Don't quote me on that, but it's later on in September. And they'll probably uh, increase around the same lines as what uh, Canada did as well. 
So as interest rates are going up, people's qualifying or borrowing power is decreasing. So when they increase 0.50%, so say that we have a, you know, a, a 0.5% increase in interest rates, we're going to have a decrease of about 5% purchasing power. So how do you see that scenario playing out after the next rate hike announcement? Yeah, well, yeah. so after the last announcement that we had, people's borrowing power already decreased once there. So, you know, the safe haven for full purchasing power used to be in variable rate mortgages. The rate was lower and it was still coming in below the Government of Canada's stress test rate, which was 5.25%. So how it works is we have to take the contract rate, whatever you're paying, and add 2%. Okay. So, you know, anything less than 3.25% for an interest rate was going to be less than the Bank of Canada stress test rate. And since our last interest rate hike, which was a full 1%, that's pushed even variable rates above purchasing power. So now we're going to increase that by 0.5 or maybe more. The equivalent will be about 5% purchasing power. So 5% less of your borrowing amount. Now, what some people might be thinking is, that's okay. I'm already pre-approved at the bank. I'm good to go. But the thing is, that's not the case. You may be pre-approved for a specific interest rate. If you've locked into a fixed rate, then you're fine. That pre-approval still stands. But if you've done a variable rate, we can't hold, or any bank can't hold the prime rate down. So they've pre-approved you for a discount. Maybe they've pre-approved you for prime minus a half on the variable rate. So say right now you're locked in that you've got a pre-approval variable rate of 4.2%. But if the Bank of Canada increases their prime rate or the the, uh, overnight lending rate, that automatically shifts to the variable rates. So the prime rate goes up by the same amount. Ah, So your prime rate goes up to 5.2%. So your new rate is 4.7. As that goes up, your purchasing power decreases, even if you're pre-approved. So if you're thinking, I'm just going to wait until September to buy, I'm going to wait and see what happens with the interest rate, you're qualifying for less than, you will qualify for less then than you do now, even if you're pre-approved. And this is for specifically with variable interest rates. Okay, so what advice would you give potential buyers, either first-time buyers or repeat buyers? What kind of advice would you give at this time with regards to... this? The, the time is now, really. Like To be honest, like there's some distressed listings that are on the market. We Take have advantage some, of those. We have some sellers that need to sell their property. And you're going to qualify for more today than you will September 7th. So if you can get into the market now, now's the time to do that. Okay. And uh, typically, what's the length of the qualifying process? How long does it take to get that qualification? I mean, I've had some very organized people do it in an afternoon. You know, it doesn't so as long take as they have long. all their ducks in a row, yeah. all their papers. For sure. Then it doesn't take long. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward process. It's not that, uh, not that complicated of a thing to do, but, you know, many people aren't organized. They don't know where they're t4s are and they they're even their company might take a while to give them a a letter of employment which is going to be a requirement so if you've got those things or you can get them quickly it doesn't take long at all it's never you waiting for us okay that makes sense good advice you have a uh, webinar coming up 
shortly. Mm -hmm. Could you tell us about that? Yeah, we're doing a first-time homebuyer webinar. It's on hosted on Zoom, and it's going to be for anybody that's looking to get into the into the market. Might be you know, it might be this September, but maybe you're trying to figure out what it might take to stop renting. You know, maybe the lease is up in six months. How much of a down payment are you going to need? What income, what kind of income is going to be, are you going to be able to need in order to purchase a property? So we're going to be talking about some of the rebates that are available and some of the perks that are available for first time home buyers. And then actually what I like to do is use specific property examples. So, Hey, okay. here's a property that's for sale in Whitby. You know, it's been listed for 50 days. Here's what you're going to need to purchase this property. Minimum down payment, minimum closing costs, minimum income. And then we can just play with some of those numbers. So I like to make it as real for people as possible. You know, in a big group scenario, you want to try to... So we do two or three of those just to give people a sense of what their what their purchasing power might be. And then obviously I uh, give them the opportunity to connect with me at a later time. Okay. I'll include uh, a link to the webinar uh the uh, description of this uh, podcast so anybody who's listening can uh, can click the link and uh, perhaps sign up for uh, that webinar it sounds like it could be very informative for sure if not anything it'll be informative and it'll be entertaining i'm sure and what was the date and time of that webinar so it's wednesday august 24th at seven o'clock um, if you miss it i'm sure we can figure a time to chat about it and find out when the next one is I'm sure people will be listening to this later in the week as well. So and it'll be recorded. It, sure so even it. afterwards, perhaps share that. Yeah, absolutely. We can do that. Okay. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> that was uh, very, very informative. Thank you for your time. Uh, that concludes this episode of the Real Estate Podcast with broker Nico James Bach. And we will catch you at the next podcast.